to She Pack Unleashed. I'm one of your hosts, Tanya. I'm Nicole. Welcome to your weekly dose of candid discussion in the pursuit of finding your tribe in this journey of womanhood, motherhood, and sisterhood. I'm Ashley. Join us as we leave no stone unturned. In each episode, we have heart-to-heart conversations that aim to challenge and empower one another. I'm Jenny. No more waiting. She Pack Unleashed begins now. On today's episode, Love Languages, Understanding How We Receive Love. Well, there's five main love languages that people generally accept, right? There's words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, gift giving, and physical touch. And I think I could probably guess. So prior to this episode, we all took our love language quiz. And yeah, why don't we go around and you can guess everybody's love Wait, language. Wait, are we, are we going to define the love languages first? Just in case there are people who are not aware of what this is or just generally, right? Like, for example, the physical touch one I feel like is misunderstood. Like, it's not necessarily a sexual sort of physical touch. Mm-hmm. It is literally the idea of, is a long hug significant to you? Is someone holding your hand in public significant to you, right? Like, as, a, as an expression of love. So the words of affirmation is the love language where you have verbal acknowledgments of affections, including your frequency, like I love you. It's not just like you're great, but like actually saying like I love you a lot. Words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and other frequent like communication. So like communications for words of affirmation, in my opinion. Yep. And quality time is when you're you feel adored when your partner is spending time with you and it's it's truly quality time, right? They're like fully paying attention to you, active listening, eye contact. You feel like you have their full attention. Acts of service is your partner serving you, going out of their way to make your life easier, doing stuff for you, helping you out. Yeah, something as simple as like taking out the trash can be perceived as love. Or when, without when being asked. Without <laughs> being asked. Or making you coffee in the morning. Yeah, I love my morning coffee. Yeah. And then gifts is pretty straightforward, like, when you give symbols of love, right? Like, little monetary value gifts, just, like, when they go to the grocery store and they pick up themselves a soda and they get you a soda. I did appreciate that this really, truly specified the idea of thoughtful, intentional gifts. This is not the idea of, like, let's go on extravagant trips all the time. It was the idea behind this, this theory, at least, is the idea of really thoughtful gifts they don't have to be expensive yeah I mean I, I want you to like when you go get yourself a coffee you think about getting me a coffee also yeah. and bring me a coffee too yep. so basically it all goes back to coffee for you always <laughs> coffee 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 physical touch in this framework is really focused on the idea of actually just connecting physically with a person it could be a friend it could be a partner this does not have to be a romantic physical mm-hmm. touch but the idea of maybe a long hug is you know very affectionate and very meaningful to you or holding hands in public or public displays of affection that it's not necessarily a sexual relationship kind of touching yeah but basically just like hugs and mm-hmm. hand holding and all of that so those are the love languages so we all took the love language quiz and Jenny, you wanted to guess first what everyone's love language is? Well, I'm feeling less confident now. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) But like just the top one? Yeah, top one. Top Top one only. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, Can I phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) You can just say who. You can say who you feel strongly that you know. Okay. It doesn't have to be everyone. So I was about to say I don't think anyone's physical touch. However, 
As soon as I was about to say that, I think Ashley might for be physical touch. Hi. That would be – I think words are important to everybody. I think Nicole's probably – Acts of, service. acts of service, acts of service I think. Well, I guess for Nicole also oh interesting gifts or like quality time for me those are really like combined but you're very giving you're like naturally generous and then Tanya I feel like it's definitely words for you those would be my guesses okay interesting but anybody I, else want to make guesses before we go what do you think yeah. I am I think you're definitely uh, acts of service. I, yeah, I agree. I think you're acts of service. Both of both of you, Tanya. I think you Ooh. might be quality time. I thought Jenny might be words of affirmation or quality time. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're just so even. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, all right. So, we'll go to mine. So, mine were pretty even. So, wait, even. Nicole, Nicole, you're going to share yours first? Yeah, I'm okay. going to share mine first. Mine were pretty even between quality time and acts of service. Interesting. As my top ones. What were right? your percentages? 33 and 30%. Okay. Wow, that is really close yeah so those were like my top ones and then it was words of affirmation receiving gifts and then physical touch like I literally hate holding hands so like, <laughs> we know <laughs> and I don't like to be touched at all like stay out of my bubble there's I've like known you for 10 years and I still like I still feel like I have to make you hug me I, it's true because but I don't really I'm like gonna make to you. be touched in general like like I have a bubble around me stay stay on the your side of the bubble <laughs> personally so I feel but quality time for me is a big one like people who consciously like and for me, it's not just necessarily even just like undivided attention. I really even just enjoyed like us sitting in a room together doing nothing, mm-hmm. like just being together, right? Choosing to use your time. For me, time feels like the most like finite resource. I love that. And so like when you choose to use that to be with me, that means more to me than anything else because it's like such a resource that like I don't have enough of. <laughs> and yep. So like mm-hmm. for me, that's the most important one. I love it. And, of course, taking the trash out when I don't have to ask you to do it. <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> and coffee. Uh, <laughs> cue the mountain of cardboard boxes that accrue in your garage oh that God. Steve breaks down and takes out all the I time. I don't know who does it. It just, <laughs> they just disappear. The cardboard fairy. The cardboard fairy. That's what and we that's, should call him. That's literally like a wife thing, though, right? Like, there's so many TikToks on about people who, like, just throw their cardboard in the no. garage and they disappear. I mean, I, I, I do. You might be. I break do. them down. I don't, oh, I don't Tanya is my cardboard fairy. I, I might be the cardboard fairy for half this group. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, so Jenny, what were yours then? So mine was receiving gifts was number 33%. Ooh, I get mm. to know. And I thought words af- affirmation would be my next highest. That would be what I would expect and what I've told people in the past. But in this quiz, it came up acts of service. That's 23%. Mm-hmm. Quality I think time, 20. Words of affirmation, 17. And then physical touch, 7. Oh, <laughs> so my physical low. touch was seven percent. Also, I mean, I would high five you, but yeah, I know like, we don't want to touch. Fr- Fair high five. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like we have so much space on this couch between us. How about you, Tanya? What did you get? All right, so mine was words of affirmation first and quality time. So those were like thirty-three and twenty-seven percent. So Ooh, off high. by one mm-hmm. question. Wow. Um, those would have been dead tied, which is what I would expect. That makes my sense own results. for you because you are constantly like through this whole process been telling me like, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Like, and I'm like, okay. You are naturally <laughs> very encouraging. That's like, true. Yeah, very I encouraging. Do, I, yeah. I mean, I think that that definitely um, should be said, right? I think people default to expressing love to other people the way that they want to be loved mm-hmm. and to receive love. So yeah, that probably is my default because I want to make sure everyone feels seen and appreciated and all of that. And, and I mean, 
we can go all the way back to, you know, honor roll and all the things from growing up of ways that I was conditioned to need affirmation people my pleaser. whole life. Very much a people pleaser. Yeah. But um, so words of affirmation, quality service, 20% acts of, oh, sorry, words of affirmation and quality time were my top. Acts of service was my third at 20%, physical touch at 10%, and receiving gifts at 10%. Oh, oh you don't like things? You I buy presents for us, I mean, she doesn't like I'm things. I'm just saying, like, I just was one of those things that, like... If it came push to shove of spending quality time with a person yeah. and and having a meaningful conversation with a person over getting a gift from them, I would very much rather have that quality time. So gifts of quality time. Yeah. It, it is a gift. That is a gift to me. Yeah. That's I how agree. I perceive yeah, it. Hmm. Yeah. But the, ironically, like my husband is really good at thoughtful little gifts. So yeah, it's funny. Can so. he please teach a class? He what? Can he teach the others? <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to him about Steve it. Steve has gotten better over the years with like thoughtful gifts. Maybe we can have Landon come on yeah. and he could talk about what his thought process is for like figuring out gifts for me because he's really good at yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. All right, Ashley, what are your results? So my top one is physical touch at 30%. Mm-hmm. Got you guys and right. And then after that, acts of service at 23, receiving gifts at 20. That one was surprising to me. Words of affirmation at 17. So those to me are all kind of around the same. And then quality time was a 10. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I thought that was really interesting. But then I thought back to the questions and like the, because I know the love languages and I've, mm-hmm. I've done this stuff before in the pairings of this or that, I could tell when it was asking quality time or something else. And in that particular comparison, I just happened to like the other thing better. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what to make of that one. The gift one was really surprising to me though. I think it's about like the thoughtfulness of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody thinking about you without you having to like do it. Yep. Yeah. Right. Is mm-hmm. the part for the gifts part. What's interesting because my gifts was like 13% for my love language, but it is the way I like to express. Oh, oh that is love. interesting. But my That's unusual, right? But it was like low for my actual mm-hmm. love language. Like I don't. But it feels the same as like words of affirmation. I was like, about to ask where did that fell for you? Gifts and affirmation were those dead even or they were close, seventeen and thirteen percent. Because yeah, I also good. like I think it's about me feeling like like I don't like the attention on me with that. Like I don't want to be the one who gets the gift. I don't want to be the one who like you tell me like when you tell me I'm doing a good job over and over again, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me so uncomfortable. You can tell me, Tanya. <laughs> You're welcome. I know. I'm just saying. It's like, what does it mean? Like, okay. You're doing terribly, Nicole. <laughs> that, that that actually like makes me work harder <laughs> when people tell me. We need I'm to doing, unpack that on another I day. Know, it's <laughs> so twisted. It, I mean, seriously, it's probably like T with a cap trauma with a capital T, but like I work better when people are like, you can't do it. And I'm like, mm. well, watch my ass. Versus when people are like, You're, You're doing, doing great. so great. And I'm like, oh God, please stop. Oh, yeah. Versus where if people tell me I can't do something or or just don't even say anything, don't acknowledge anything, then I'm like, I'm failing. Well, I learned that from the TikToks mm-hmm. when you were sending TikToks and nobody was like responding. Oh, yeah. OK, so TikToks. real world application. Yeah, we recently. So we we well, all th- three of the four of us are active on TikTok. Jenny is not. Um, and so we are trying to bring her to the dark side and nope. we share TikToks actively between us in our group thread. However, I send maybe, you know, three or four. And I try to moderate how many I send. And like I see people see them. And then there's no acknowledgement. No there's words no emoji. Of there's Time no out. I can see that you sent a message. That doesn't mean I watched them. Uh-huh. Continue. 
but you know that if I'm sending them, there's a reason that I'm sending it's them. And that I know for you because we've probably already seen it together on our <laughs> FYP page. Yeah, because you're two. Are Nicole like and I are fully synced. <laughs> no, I, mine is completely different. How do you know? Yeah. Because when they send things, I would never see stuff like that. <laughs> nope. And That's on yours. Very when, different things. Spicy? Um, n- no. But essentially, like, you send a message like, do you guys not want me to send TikToks anymore? No. <laughs> let's like, oh, be no. clear. I'm in, like, back-to-back meetings. Let's be clear. For years, I send these messages. This is not a, like, one week I sent TikToks and no one acknowledged them. I'm like, you guys don't love me anymore. No, it's, it's <laughs> a pattern. But, no, it, it was a thing where I was, like, trying to reflect on it and being like, is this obnoxious, right? Like, because I saw other TikToks that are just like, will you please stop sending me 30 TikToks in a day, right? And so like, I try to never do that. But then I was like, maybe they don't appreciate, maybe this is not being received the way that I intend it to be, right? And so it was more a moment of reflection for me and also moderating my own anxiety because that's a whole other bag. You love your TikToks. I mean, okay, thanks. I but love them. I, I like them, them when I eventually watch them. Mm-hmm. I don't read the message to mark it as read because I'll forget to go back and watch it again. So I'm like fascinated that you see that a message was sent. Like, do you mark it on read to go back? No. How do you remember? I don't. Oh, okay. She's one of those people that also read your text message and then a week later responds to it. Yes. But that, that's my thing. I leave it unread and <laughs> I'll not check wrong. in for days. All of a sudden I got three, four TikToks from you, Tanya, to see. Mm-hmm. And it's because I didn't want to forget about it. Like okay. I need the little red that's number fair. yelling at me like you have something to look at. The I bit- don't like that. I feel pressure. Like I'm, I feel like I'm barely getting through my day. I have meetings. I'm, but there are other days where I'm like, no one's marking me. I don't have meetings. <laughs> Those are the days I watch the videos. So I literally watched a TikTok this morning. I almost sent that was... Uh, this person was an introvert, an introverted with anxiety, right? Introvert with anxiety. And he was like, I have two emotions. One is, why are all these people talking to me? Please leave me alone. My other emotion is, why is no one talking to me? (laughs) That's pretty accurate for my brain. And it's, and it's simultaneous, right? And it's like, please leave me alone, but please know that I'm loved, right? Like, and it's problematic and that's anxiety. Well, and I think it's important to know your love language, not just in like a romantic relationship, but in friendships specifically, because like everybody has a little bit of that, like middle school trauma. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to say it's middle school trauma. (laughs) It basically is. Being left out or not like loved or like fake friends and like understanding how each one of us expresses our love language and receives love is important so like I think it's interesting so let's talk about like how we also express our love because for me it's not the same as the love language I receive like our want to get right but maybe that's different for you guys Mm. I feel like in life all year long if I see something that I think you guys would like I buy it I have an entire box that's literally like she packed presents that I'm like, I can't give it to them yet. I still have presents for you from last year. That's so <laughs> because nice. Because then I also forgot to give them to you. I think you and you have one still from last oh year. Oh my gosh, cool. So, but, but then when I need a present, like a birthday or Christmas, like I have it. Oh, interesting. That's so nice that you think of us when we're not around. I do. Yeah. I do often. Like if I'm at Target, like I'm not just thinking about me or my kids. Like there's mm-hmm. like probably like a top five of like people that I'm like, oh, so-and-so would really like this. <sighs> Or like if I'm at a place, like I really want to bring you coffee. That's true. Which is why I made the map of like who likes what drink. So I don't have to be anxious about it. Yeah. 
it's interesting because when I think about like the gifts I like to buy people, it's usually experience and time gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so while I like to give in gifts, but I also do it in the quality time part where I'm like now forcing you to spend time with me at the same time I've <laughs> right. given you a gift. Like your gift is that you get to spend time with me whether yeah, you like it or Yeah, we're going to be in Mexico not. and I bought us a catamaran. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we are going on a catamaran for Trapped Together alone. I think I express a lot of words of affirmation. When I do, Mm -hmm. I think. I tend to talk a lot in that regard, I think. But that's good because then you can feel like you're like communicating out what you're. It is, but it's not concrete either, which is something that just I reflect on sometimes. Like it's not a tangible. Yeah. 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 And is it is it landing the way that I intend for it to land or not? And if it doesn't, then it's ineffective and I got to adjust that. But well, I think that's an important question then, like how how do you have in friendships conversations about like is what I'm trying to express actually coming in the way like are you taking it the way I intended to come in like when I'm giving like I think about this when I'm giving gifts out like I don't want you to think that I'm trying to like shove exorbitant things in your faces or be like I can get that right mm-hmm. it's more of like I want you to be with me in those things and yep. I don't want you to take them as like I've got to keep up with the Joneses like I I think it's tricky because without an actual exercise like this, I don't feel like this is a very organic conversation that happens in the real world very often, at least in my personal experience, right? Like it was when I learned about the book, The Five Love Languages, that I then brought it up to my husband. And that was, you know, a few years ago kind of thing. I will also say, I feel like at different points in my life, at least, my love languages have shifted. Mm -hmm. For sure. So at different points, right? Like, physical touch may have been higher up on the totem pole for me after having a baby. Like I just got touched out. Right. And I just didn't want to be. And like currently now I have a clingy ass dog and my son who's now a little bit more separating himself from me. Right. So it's a very interesting shift that I'm noticing. But but I feel like there are times in your life where these may change, too. I don't think that these are necessarily concrete written in stone forevermore. No, they're definitely not because I've gone through this exercise years ago like starting like couples therapy and that was one of the first things that we did was defining this and my results this time were quite different how so do you can you talk about that it was still physical touch is my top one that's just like consistently been a thing um but it was a lot more of the the quality time was higher up and I wonder if that's because like you're saying Tanya like we had a baby at the time Mm -hmm. so I wasn't getting you had no quality time and you were desperately wanting it yeah a lot of that like uninterrupted time together but mm-hmm. now it's it's kind of shifted a lot. That's so. interesting. Mine have been the same always. Interesting. Mine have like literally never Girl, changed. you decide on something and you stick with it though. That <laughs> is very much a personality trait of yours. Yeah, it's true. It is. a. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't think about it in that method. Yes, yeah, like my, have all been the same since I took these like 10 years ago. Yeah. It's good that you check in periodically though. Yeah. Just to see if something changed or not. My but, words of affirmation was definitely higher when I did this the first time. Hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's like a positive indicator though like I I personally feel like my words of affirmation partly stems from insecurity Mm. and anxiety right that I want to feel validated I want to feel seen in the things that I'm doing but that also I think reflects back on that I don't necessarily feel very confident about where I am in life in terms of a career or like those traditional mile markers that one would judge success by right and so I think that there's some of that element of it's from my own insecurity that I feel even more of a need that like 
what I am doing matters right now, even though it's not a traditional marker of success. I don't know. I'm going to take it back to Taylor Swift because it always <laughs> comes back to Taylor Swift. There's a song called Mastermind. And in that song, she talks about how like I've tricked you all like as a little kid, no one wanted to play with me. And I like tricked you all into like wanting to play with me. And that's why I feel like quality time is my number one because I feel like nobody wanted to like play with me. And like now when people want to, I'm like, oh, you love me. You want to be with me? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so this is the trauma. Yeah. It is helpful to know like what your love languages are just because you want to express it in the right way. Yeah. With, I, not just with a partner, but with your friends too. Are we adding this to our spreadsheet? Sure. Yeah, we should add this Absolutely. to our spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Part of our annual tradition. We'll redo it next year. Yeah. I will say like for anyone who's curious, I think that it would be a really worthwhile exercise to do if you have like a, a best friend or a friend group or a partner, right, that you are looking to deepen that relationship with and that understanding, it's so important to know your own love languages as much as it is important to know the other person's. Because and it, for your kids, too. Yes. The, the website that we were using, one of the first oh, questions. Oh, I want to do it with my son. Yeah, yeah. the website we were using asked. I can't is, wait to do it. Is this for, like, an individual in a relationship or. Single like child. Your, or for your child, yeah. So knowing like your kids love language yep. could really help too in connecting with them that way. Mm-hmm. Luna is definitely gifts. The other day at the store, <laughs> she was like, that. I need to buy all of my babysitters jewelry. And Aww. I was like, wait, what? That's nice. <laughs> it took me so a minute, but she is, she is definitely that way. Yeah. I want to go back through for my kids. It was a good site you found. Yeah. We should include that link. Yeah. We'll include that link in one of our posts. The interesting thing is that like, I know my kids love languages just from like their the way they are like my youngest one is quality time also like he wants your stage five clinger. my stage five clinger. <laughs> I would also say physical touch for yeah him. oh my mm-hmm. god true yeah stage five clinger physical touch he wants to be rubbed every minute of every day like if you just like rub his head or rub his legs or something um and then my oldest is definitely like words of affirmation like mm-hmm. he needs that reassurance of like mm-hmm. he's doing something well I love that this tool can be used not only for romantic partners, right? Like I didn't even think about using it with my son. I was going to say like, I'm going to definitely make Landon do this so that we can like recheck, right? Because mm-hmm. we did it years and years ago, but it hasn't been recent. But now I'm going to make Ryan do it too. I like it. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting also that when you're talking about like there's this whole tick, I'm going to go back to TikTok, TikTok <laughs> trend I saw where they were talking about how women will cut friends out in an instant men are like I don't understand how like we can all be in a fight and it's like 10 minutes later we're all fine but women they're like no and the somebody replied back to that and was like women have much deeper mm-hmm. connections and much deeper feelings in friendships that like when they are hurt or when somebody has really done something to like hurt them it's a deeper hurt even worse than when you're in a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. like women get hurt by women more than they do by men and women I believe that there's a different depth of vulnerability yeah I will put the caveat I feel like that could be a slight overgeneralization of just men versus women but I feel like certain female relationships certain male relationships like my my husband definitely has a group of male friends that they've been friends for over 20 years now but it, it might be something more where like, you know, things have happened that have, you know, been challenging and, and they move past it, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Uh, 
I will say for our female group, right? Like we have been through challenging things over these 10 years that we've been friends and we have found ways to still connect and communicate and move through them, yep. right? And to learn from them. So I think part of it is what you're willing to put in. Some of it may be what you have put into said friendship. And if it's not a balanced friendship, then that hurt can really cut deep. Mm -hmm. Like if one friend is fully invested and the other friend is like, you're convenient to go to lunch with, but they don't see the importance of it, then that hurt absolutely can cut super deep. Yeah, I mean, I'd say like I in my 30s have been better about like addressing conflict in friend groups Mm -hmm. than in the past. I may not have been able to actually like emotionally handle or work through but some of my my biggest heartbreaks in life have been female friendships Mm. like breakups with females versus male friendship like male relationships like I broke up with a guy I'm like (laughs) let's be honest though you don't need a man like you don't need a man at at no point in your life have you been like I need a man to feel complete or validated no but (laughs) like when I've had breakups with friends Mm -hmm. that has been worse for me like emotionally more traumatizing more traumatizing more harsh than like any breakup with some dude Mm -hmm. why did you break up with some of these friends high level yeah high level it had been more of like that sort of like feeling taken for granted Mm -hmm. or taken advantage of Mm -hmm. feeling. Oh, so that ties right back into your love languages then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it for sure does in that terms of like feeling like those friendships are not both ways or are not being like valued or I'm being like pushed to the side or shoved away. And, and and, like my reaction when I was younger would be like, well, fuck it. I don't need you. Like that would be my like defense mechanism. Like, you don't want me, I don't want you. Not like, hey, let's talk about this and figure out what the problem is. Like, I yeah. didn't have that emotional capacity in my 20s. Yeah. Most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. So, like, that's on me, too. But, like, that's, that was, those have been, like, the harder ones to figure out, which is why I really enjoy having female friends now who are willing to say, like, hold on, I'm not going to let you just, like, shut me out. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to tell me what the problem is instead of, like, burying into your hole. I will say also, I feel like I've gotten better as I've gotten older of recognizing different friendship levels, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have some super deep, like, ride or die friendships. You're going to have some that are really wow. nice, like, let's go to brunch once a month friendships. And that's okay, too, right? Like, it's okay to have that variety of, of depth. But when I was younger, like, I love hard, right? Like in terms of friendships, like I'm all in and and I have very little boundaries, I feel like in terms of that, which maybe is a good thing, maybe is a bad thing sometimes. But but I've gotten better of recognizing when there's an imbalance because I think that's been my biggest heartbreak in terms of friendships over the years is when there's that major imbalance that I was more invested, I was more there than was being reciprocated, you know? Um and and those were the hardest lessons for me. But now, even at this point in my life, like I'm okay with that more. Mm. <laughs> the 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 people pleaser in me still struggles a little bit to let go when like I see like a new opportunity for a friendship, which is so hard. I feel like as you know, 30s now in my 40s of finding new friendships, like it feels like you're so dating again, yeah. which is bizarre, right? It is very dating. And the idea of like rejection and like, oh, I, we could be such good friends. Like it could be really fun, but I don't know if they like me enough, right? And so there's still a little bit of that, but 
it's definitely easier now to recognize it. I think that's interesting because I feel the same way when I'm talking about going into my book club. Like they're reading a book I recommended Mm -hmm. and I'm like, do y'all like it? (laughs) (laughs) These are shared interests that that I think help us deepen our connection, right? Like in terms of being able to talk about it And, and about Marco Polo in general. I feel like that is a very real, like everyday way that speaks to the quality time piece mm-hmm. for all of us yeah. because it gives you the opportunity to reach out to people that you care about in that moment when you think about it. We might be walking around a store and see, like you sent me a Marco, Ashley, about some sweatpants that you saw that came in a tall size and I Aww. had been asking about it, right? And so you sent me a Marco about it. And I feel like that is a very interesting, like present day example of how yes. quality time can look different it's asynchronous quality time. It's asynchronous quality time, Ooh, yeah. which is so interesting to me, but it's so real. Like I feel so much more connected to you girls because we have that conduit that like we communicate at the time that we have the moment and there's no demand on anyone else to immediately watch it necessarily. I know Jenny, our anxiety tells us we have 30 Marcos that are waiting for us and we got to watch it now. But when that happens, I text you and I'm like, okay, guys, exactly. do I need to watch this right now? Yep. Yes. Check in. I'm it's like, good. No. But I love that 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 conduit is there. And I yeah. think that it it definitely helps us deepen our friendship and our connections in terms of feeling included, feeling thought about at any time of day well and I think it's the same way as like when I go a few days and I haven't received any Marcos I'm like do y'all love me hello anybody there anybody (laughs) tell me more one of my previous therapists actually recommended using Marco Polo like for like marriage stuff because you're you're seeing faces you're hearing Mm -hmm. voices you get the context that you don't get in a text yes and then the video piece like the pants that I was showing you like it's more than a picture that's just a flat picture mm-hmm. so it's more we use it for the connecting. grandparents also to send things for oh, like really? the kids like yep. kids videos of the kids doing something or like just an everyday that's a great idea thing we send it to grandparents um but it also helps me in terms of like other groups that i've marcos with where i need a minute to like not word vomit what i <laughs> am thinking um so like if somebody says something kind of controversial in a marco i can then like reflect for a minute and not just say like the first thing that I would have said that probably is not appropriate mm-hmm. to yeah, have said. it's not real time so basically we all have different love languages mm-hmm. right we do number one physical touch gifts quality, quality time. time and words, words of affirmation, affirmation. how wow. about that how about we all have a different love language isn't that funny and I feel like we're all so different so it like kind of goes into what we were talking about all the time about like what different perspectives we bring yeah I feel like it brings some balance to us too though which I really like and appreciate oh for sure what's the fifth one that we don't have in here acts of service acts of service service. but that was like almost all of our number two that was my middle like it wasn't I can do it myself (laughs) (laughs) I can take care of myself (laughs) that's just Nicole's that's your slogan. Well, I'll do do it myself. We do so much for others already yeah. as wives and moms and all that. Yeah. So like, I appreciate that there's no pressure to do it for each other necessarily. Well, in the next or episode, we'll, we'll talk about our husbands, right? Yeah, because my husband is good. definitely an acts of service well, guy. And I don't like it when people do things for me. It makes That's me true. You're very independent. Yep. It makes me uncomfortable. It's like telling you you're doing a good job. Except the things that you're like, I don't know how those happen. They just happen. Yeah. That is an act that of service cardboard that your fairy. partner is doing for you. Yes. Like, I like <laughs> sneaky acts of service. I don't want you, <laughs> you to don't want to see it, know about it, be told. Tell me about it. Just Maybe do it's it. because I feel like there's going to be, like, some sort of string attached to everything mm. you huh, do. Like interesting. Or that with, you'd have to reciprocate. It comes with a price or uh, and that's, that's true. 
like that I so that's why I'm like well I don't need it it kind of does though yeah if if it's like look at this thing I did for you it's asking for the words of affirmation in return right and I don't want that like I want to tell you when I want to tell you yeah I don't want to feel like forced into anything it was really important for me to know though that physical touch is low for you guys for me to not feel rejection from that Oh. And, and physical touch is one of my lowest, however, but what non-romantic physical touch, I like hug goodbye, seek more of, I don't know. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. You're never going to get that from me. Oh, I get <laughs> hugs from you. I know, but I'm not like going to come and give you. <laughs> and if I give you a hug, something is wrong. Like, I will hug you all day and twirl you around. Yeah. Oh, so when you need a snuggle, <laughs> go to right. Ashley's yeah. house. Beautiful. And I know it's not hers because she literally put a pillow barrier between you and I'm bed. telling you. <laughs> so true. I'll just snuggle you in your sleep, Nicole, when you don't know. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> so we're going to link on our uh, post about uh, love languages, the test we, got, we took so that you guys can kind of take the same test. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss out on our future adventures. And if you want to stay connected and share your thoughts, you can find us on social media at Pack Unleashed. Thanks for being part of our pack. This is Ashley, Jenny, Nicole, and Tanya signing off. Stay wild and fierce.